1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could
0: conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. ...road racing out. Joining us now, joining us to become Terrell Thomas. Terrell, good morning to you. Do you, do you run Peachtree Road Race? Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. No, I have not before.
2: I, I I do like to get out and run sometimes. I run the belt line and such. I've never run the Peace Tree Road Race, so that may be something that I need to add, uh, you know, and, and get out there and join you, gentlemen.
0: Okay, okay. Well, you know what? If you're not going to run and you're around that day, if you want to just stop by and be with us, we gonna like, cause we're going to be broadcasting from 6 to 10, and uh, everybody's going to be running by. And speaking of the Hawks, we're going to talk a little NBA here, obviously, with you coming joining us. Kyle Corver ran it last year, and I don't know if he's going to mm. run it again this year. I'm hoping to get him to, to stop by and join us. And, uh, you know, you'd be, be part of our guest. They, they, they put us right in front of Starbucks. And so if you want a little something to sip on while we're there, we, we, we'll, we'll spring for that. We'll, we'll have the boss pick that up for you if you come. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that us about this week and, and the draft. Any surprises for you? Uh, at the top of it, you know, that was the thing everybody was watching, and and then what what our Hawks were able to do at 15, I I thought there may have been a deal that may have gone down, maybe a trade during draft night. It didn't happen.
2: I think the biggest surprise for me uh, would have to probably be Brandon Miller going number two, going to Charlotte. I I thought that Charlotte might actually go after Scoot Henderson, you know, Marietta's own. I was a little surprised there. Uh, After that, The way the dominoes pretty much fell, I kind of expected. Seeing the Thompson twins from OTE going in the first, uh, going four and five, I expected that. Of course, we knew that Wembley was going to go, Victor was going to go number one to San Antonio, so that wasn't much of a shocker right there. So, to me, it it wasn't any big surprise or splash except for Miller going to Charlotte. And then again, Henderson ended up in Portland.
0: That's what happened, but the Hawks end up getting Cody Buffkin. Um, guard. Some people may have said, you know, you weren't going for any size or whatnot, but here's a guy who has a lot of tools. The thing is, how are the Hawks using?
2: Yeah, I, I was surprised in them selecting the guard as well. Uh, fascinating to see, actually, you, as you say, Kobe, just how influential Kobe Bryant has still been in our league. Uh, and The gentleman did speak on learning from Kobe, not learning from Kobe, but watching Kobe's game growing up and being a big influence on his game. But he, he does have uh, the, the five tools i guess you would say he's a shooter he can handle the ball very high iq uh, plays good defense and learned under jawan howard so i didn't expect them to take another guard but uh here we are and I, I i'm very interested to see how they play him will he get time with us or will he be a member of the skyhawks
1: sam and greg sports radio 92.9 the game 92.9 the game.com I'm talking to terrell thomas how you doing buddy
2: I'm feeling well. I'm definitely (laughs) feeling
1: well. (laughs) Just making sure you're all right there. Hey, here's a question for you you didn't expect. Of the people who were drafted, all this movement this past week, who has got the dog in them the most? Because, see, we can talk about size, we can talk about what they did at that other level, but there's the intangibles. And one of the things that we always talk about is you can't measure heart. So as you look at these top picks that have landed on these teams, who stands out to you that's got that extra oomph, that dog in them? that's really going to bring that to the team. Oh,
2: it, it would have to be Scoot Henderson. It would exactly. have to be. I, I think I think folks who aren't familiar with his game are going to be extremely impressed. I honestly think he might be the most NBA-ready prospect in the draft, uh, especially with him having experience with, uh, with the NBA G League playing on the Ignite team last year. But very talented young man, another gentleman who can score the basketball and also play defense. He has good size on him. Uh, so I, I think folks are going to be really impressed when they actually see what he's able to do out in Portland. Well,
1: well, I just want—I just want to say—I I thought of to follow up and then talk about the movement. Is that where you were going to go next? No, the just asking. And all him,
0: that? I don't know, but the thing I was going to ask him about the fact that this draft—what does it do to have guys getting in uh, drafted so high from different alternative ro- routes um, that you can take now? You know, from, from Warmingana, what he's doing, from you know, from Scoot Henderson, uh, Overtime Elite, and these are in your top five draft picks. Obviously, we've got a co- uh, some college players there as well, but there are alternative ways to get there, I mean ways that guys are, are tested against a higher-level competition.
2: I think it really shows that we're we're moving into a new era of the NBA, uh, and, and and I mean that on, on many levels. It was very fascinating to me just because uh, both of my children were extremely – they they they, they were, Daddy, we have to watch the draft. We have to watch the draft. They wanted to see where the Thompson twins were laying. And as you mentioned just a moment ago, overtime elite somewhere that's right here in our backyard in Atlanta, uh, an alternative program, as you mentioned. You don't have to necessarily go to college. You're still receiving an education. You're still learning as you're playing basketball. But you had those two gentlemen go to Thompson twins at four and five. Scoop, another gentleman who was, who was, Highly scouted by a lot of colleges here nationally, but he decided to take another route, as you just mentioned, going to go into the G League. So I do, I, I do think it really shows that the NBA is moving in, into a new era. I, I think at the end of the day, college basketball will still be, I don't want to say the pinnacle, but it still will be a major force, just in overall professional sports, you know, getting to that next level. Um, but with NIL deals taking place now, and some of these alternative leagues or alternative programs also offering education, and a financial option, I think, again, we're moving into a new era of sports. And it's, it's interesting and fascinating to, to watch and be at the forefront of
1: it. Hey, you know what? I thought of you immediately last week after an event happened. Uh, as soon as it happened, I immediately thought of you because of the conversations that you and I have had. And that was when that deal was made where Marcus Smart landed in Memphis. Because we have <laughs> talked to, well, we, what we talked about, not so much him, but listen, there's two people who have that, You can call it dog or whatever. They have that intangible that they bring to a team that you can't go out and manufacture, you can't find it, you just don't know it's there until it's there. And Draymond is one of them, and the East Coast version of Draymond is Marcus Smart. And I had no idea, nobody had any idea that this Celtics were in the market of getting rid of him and trying to find something else. Porzingis landed there, and everybody feels like that's going to be the thing. But what did we talk about throughout the season, especially when we talked about our superstar – Going sideways from time to time, and there wasn't that veteran voice in this locker room, not just the voice, but also that can produce. And this guy now lands in that situation. You knew Dylan Brooks wasn't coming back to Memphis, but he can walk in there. John Morant and everybody else has got to listen because Marcus Smart tells you to shut up and listen, and this is how we're gonna get at least get a playoff win. You know, that that was an intangible that I thought that was needed with this Hawks team, and you got to wonder were they a part of negotiations. Did, did did Boston reach out to them and say, hey, you want to be a part of this deal? Because this is something. I don't know if you thought about that. That was a missing piece, I think, for this Hawks team.
2: No, as you mentioned, we spoke on that several times, that the Hawks need some type of leadership in that locker room. They need that voice. They need that alpha dog, that alpha male. And the only reason I chuckled uh, is because when the deal did actually go down with, with Marcus Smart going to the Grizzlies, my daughter, who, who when she's woke, she listens to us and, and, and such, so she said, hey, I remember you and Greg speaking on the Grizzlies needing <laughs> some leadership, like literally. So that 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 made me chuckle even then. And I, I think Marcus Smart is going to be beloved yeah, in is. Memphis. Um, I think that's the, the perfect culture for him. And I, and I do hope that in some way, shape, and form, that he is able to get into the era of John ja Morant and really help help Ja get to you know the next level of his career. I, I I think that he he will be everything that. And this is no disrespect to Dylan Brooks, but we've just seen him make some knuckleheads decisions as well i think he'll be everything that dylan brooks wanted to be and more in that locker room and on the court for the grizzlies so big pickup for them big pickup
0: spending time on the wait outline on this sunday morning with terrell thomas he is social and you can follow him on twitter at eldorado 2452 at eldorado 2452 okay that's you got some help for java rent do we have any help for zion williamson and, and, and is he going to stay in nope. New Orleans, or is he going? to, Well, we, 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 let the man answer the question. We're going to get some help from. I mean, he can't help me either. He's gone. Wow. Go what ahead. Go what, ahead. What, what, what are you saying, Terrell? I, I think G-
2: i mean, Excuse me. I think Zion is gone as well. I think I think he he will be when the season begins in October, and of course, we'll have some time to revisit this. I think he'll be one of two places. I think he'll be playing at Madison Square Garden as a member of the New York Knicks. Or he'll be playing at State Farm Arena as a member of the Atlanta Hawks. I just for some strange reason I don't believe I think his time with the Pelicans is coming. On. I, I, although it was a very short stint, I don't think he wants to be there much longer. And it just seems it hasn't worked for whatever reason. He hasn't been able to stay healthy as we've seen. Um, he's been a phenomenal player when he has been on the court, and I really do believe that him and Brandon Ingram together could be a nice tandem. But I just I, I have a strange feeling that he'll be a Nick or a Hawk next year. I, I do not, or this upcoming season season rather, I don't believe that we'll see him playing in New Orleans. And if so, if he does begin the season as a Pelican, I think before the All Star break again, some trade will be facilitated, and we'll see him as a Nick or a member of the Hawk.
0: Now you say that because we got Max on the other side of the glass who has some feelings about it. Max, what would you I saw that your ears kind of perked up when he said that over oh, there?
2: Oh yeah. I've been I feel like I've been screaming on the mountaintop. I've said Jalen Brown. I've said a lot of people. I know I've said yeah, Kat, you have. but because we need to get somebody like just being like just standing in the middle is not going to get you anywhere. And so you have to take a risk. You have to be aggressive. And Zion, I feel like the risk is actually worth the reward. And I was just gonna ask Terrell that if you're the Atlanta Hawks do you think a change of scenery could be exactly what Zion needs because like you said when he plays there's no question how good he is but would a change of scenery redirect his attitude or his approach would you feel like oh I, I think it would tremendously he's he's from right up the road in South Carolina as we know so you know he'll be closer to home and have a great fan base that'll ride on down right up the road from where he played collegially at Duke and just being with Trey Young, we, we can all go back to him on, on uh, you know around the draft and, and kind of rubbing the, the table on which the Atlanta Hawks ball was sitting on and everything. I think a change of scenery would be great for him. But I think more specifically him being here and this change of scenery, still being in a big market, having a point guard who could get him the ball. And for folks who love John Collins, and I'm one of those guys. I love John Collins. Just imagine Trey lob, lobbing it up to Zion and – kept Zion running the break and just how phenomenal that, that that would look with them. So yeah, I think a change of scenery is what he needs and I think coming right here to the four oh four is what we need.
1: <laughs> I love to I read. listen, I gotta ask you guys this question because I think you kind of yeah. burying the lead on this. What was it? The question is, are you confident, say this scenario happens or is talked about, are you confident that Troy can can alter his game? Because you got a superstar that is dynamic as the the superstar that we have here, right? And so you got two But well, we've months. seen the
0: superstar here. All right, so and I'm asking you. We ain't seen you, this dude play much.
1: Exactly. So if he is healthy, if you take that risk and he becomes who everybody expected him to be. That's the if. Or saw That's what we if. saw when he did play. When he did play, man, child, things like that were being, being being associated with him. My question is, do you feel like there's a happy medium between Trey's game and Zion's and game? That's my question, and i are you confident in your answer? Or are you going, oh, geez, I hope it happens. You know
2: what I mean? I I, I I, really am confident that it could happen, and for two reasons. I think I think Trey Young is getting to the point, he's been in the league a few years now, where maturity is really starting to kick in, and he wants to bring a championship to Atlanta. And, it, and to do that, we've seen in the league, you need another superstar. And secondly, I think a lot of it will be because of Coach Snyder, and just how he's been able to grasp Trey, get in his ear. Um, I I think we're going to see a a completely different Trey Young this upcoming season under Coach Snyder for a full season. And I think that if Zion was able to come here, as you mentioned, that he would pretty much take over as a mega star. I think Trey will be fine with that, but I think Trey will realize how much it would help his game grow overall and his superstardom or stardom wouldn't really decline in any manner as long as he was able to keep up. And, and and be the star or more that we've seen here. So I, I, I'm extremely confident, and a lot of it again is because of Coach Quinn that uh, that that they they would be able to make it work, and that we would see the best out of those two those two players together.
0: Wow, folks, we get a chance always a treat to spend some time with Terrell Thomas on the WaitForIt.com hotline. Lots of thoughts from NBA. Talk about the guy that was drafted first, and what do you think is going to happen? I think uh, the coming of Victor Weber Nyaba means that you got to have a big that can face the basket. To have a chance to win the championship right now, I don't know what they're doing out in Phoenix, and I don't know if they're going to do what with DeAndre Ayton. As that's another guy, is he going to stay there? Is he going to move around? But I just think with him coming with with uh, out to the Spurs, considering what we've always seen, already seen in Denver and in Milwaukee and in Philly, you got to have that big that can face the basket.
2: Yeah, I'm very interested to see you know how he impacts the league. Yeah, we've heard a lot of people say he's an alien, he's a unicorn, and I want to see what he does in the NBA against bigger, more physical competition. Because although he is extremely tall, seven five, he's also very slim and Thank slender. You. Thank you. Uh, so I, I'm, you know, when he's playing against a Nikola uh, Jokic or Jokic, or when he's going up against a Joel Embiid or a Giannis Antetokounmpo, for that matter, I want to see how he's really able to physically impact the game. Talent-wise, and from a skill set standpoint, we see that he does. He, he, You know, he, he meets the bar or exceeds the bar on all of those levels. But we heard the same thing, not not from a talent standpoint, but last year about Chet Holmgren, who was taken by the, the Thunder. And, you know, he was unfortunately hurt in summer league by just kind of bumping knees or legs with LeBron and was out for the entire season. So I'm, I'm hoping the young man will stay healthy. I do believe that uh, David Robinson and Tim Duncan will get in his ear. Former Spurs, former, uh, you know, of course, Hall of Fame players, or getting his air about putting some weight on, or you know, getting some, adding some muscle to his body, and then I really want to see how he's able to impact the game. But right now, for me, he's just so slim and slender that uh, I'm hoping he stays healthy. That's that's what that's what my, my number one, at least for this season, I'm hoping he stays healthy and that we actually are able to see him on the court. Because if so, I do believe that San Antonio does have. I, I kind of hate this word in or, or this phrase that once-in-a-generation talent, but he he, he does seem to, to, to measure up to that and exceed that bar. So I hope he can stay healthy so we can just see all of that talent on the court.
1: All right, so here's, here's the thing to what you said. My problem with him, not problem so much, but it's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, first of all, they ain't got no good food down there in San Antonio. They're not known for their fried chicken or pizza. Well, they got or some rip. good food. They got man. some food down there, but yeah. they're not known for something he can bulk up on. That's one thing. Man, Put be, some weight on. eat enough of it. Yeah, you do. The other thing is, Sam I've and I. Sam and I. Have you been? Well, no, I said I got They're not known for anything. <laughs> that's what I just said. You ain't what ain't been. Okay, Mr. Ben there. What are they known for, food wise? Well, you. you now, you're, you're, I asked your question. Well, you're in Texas. You're in Texas. No, I said San Antonio. They're in Texas.
0: I know where okay, located Okay, so, so, so you're in Texas. You can with anything you want as far as beef goes, obviously. How do you but, but but more Mexican food text, in San
1: Antonio? Because I've
0: been to San Antonio. Okay, so you, Will you give me, me just say, no? No, I went to an <laughs> incredible Tex-Mex meal I enjoyed when I was there. <laughs>
1: but Texas as a state is known for Tex-Mex. I'm saying San Antonio is well, a San city. But I'm San Antonio off my, is known for Tex-Mex. I'm getting off my rant. Dallas
0: and wanted... Houston, John, for brisket now. So, there you, you know, go buy brisket again. Pretty soon I mean, sure you're I mean, going mean, to send them to Bucky's. Y'all yeah, going to make me hungry this morning. No, that's Sam. But my, well, my but bigger that's point the is, home is of what I was going to say. Texas, oh is, Texas is the home of Bucky's. All
1: right, I hope the man put some weight on it. He's, go, move he's on. going to
0: <laughs> get brisket sandwich. You're gonna get that, he's going to get that brisket sandwich. <laughs> that brisket sandwich. <laughs> nice gas prices and clean bathrooms. Oh, that was about gas. He's going to love it, right? He drive
1: back to the Look at you. I wanted to know if the man is going to get beat up in a way and, and tested in no, a way. Oh, you want to know if he's he going to eat to put, put,
0: put some meat on his body. He's going to put some meat on his body. He'll Keep going to Bucky's out there in Texas. He'll be good.
1: I, I brought up an analogy yesterday, uh, <laughs> a, a, a Terrell, where who is going to take more punishment in their rookie season because the players, the established players, want to test him and see wh- how he gets back, how he recovers. Is it Bryce Young or is it Weminyau? I always say his name just differently. Because you know we had such a uh, hard time with Anthony DeCoupo. Greg, Greg feels Ooh. that people are going to go out and, 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 and you spend, spend all their fouls pounding on these. Well, that's people. in football, but you know, absolutely. We, I absolutely. this is this is basketball. These brothers came up playing in, in, in the uh, on on the streets in the playgrounds. When a new dude showed up, you tested him. Am I right? That's yeah, all no, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, you're right there. That's I do all think, I'm saying. I, I, I think it would be Victor more than Bryce Young. I and I, and I think this Thanks. because I mean. With Bryce being a quarterback, you he won't get hit every play. You know people will test him, but when he's on the, when when Victor's on the court, there will be a, a, you know a level of guys can go right at him defensively, offensively. But it's it's a different game. You know it, these guys aren't as physical. As we've
1: seen in the past, so I think they it'll be a select few, like no yeah. Who, who 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 do decide to go ahead him? You thinking Detroit Pistons I, coming back? I ain't or something, thinking of that. Man. Y'all just go ahead. Uh, hey, Terrell, listen, I love you, buddy. We got to go. Max is he's laughing at us and, and getting upset. We're past the time. Sam's pushing my buttons over here with brisking and saying he can't put on. All right, we will see, won't we? We will see. I've learned not to take the bait. Sometimes I do take the bait, but I'm gonna move on from now. Hey, appreciate it. Tell the kids we said hello first yeah, of all man. for helping out.
2: No, oh, I certainly will. I certainly
1: will. We're going to talk to you next week. All right, man, listen, have a wonderful rest of your day, Terrell. Sorry about no, for gagging up Thank you, for having me. Oh, thank, you, thank you for having me, and have a great week. As always. he had me.
2: He... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.